of the living geek. And welcome to another episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. We're going to talk about Money in the Bank Raw and, um, well, we didn't watch the other shows because it's a busy week for us. But before we do all that, I would like to welcome in the Paul Roma to my Hercules. Care Marianne. to explain that one? John pa- Pingle. Power and Glory. They were a tag team from the 80s. Okay. Thank you. Managed by... I learned things. Slick, I think. Jai how how have you been? We both got here, arrived <laughs> at the lair at the exact same time. Yes, we. Uh, <laughs> I have a thing tonight, so um, we have to record early. And um, I like ran out of work. <laughs> I also ran out of work, and we did. We're not, not running ever again. <laughs> no, never again. Uh, we didn't watch Lucha Underground or NXT this week. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I was day drinking yesterday and watching the Chile Columbia game oh. at the bar, and it was great. I found a bar in downtown Morgan Hill that has like the most dangerous cocktails I've ever had in my life, and like carbonated wine, and it was great. Nice, yeah. Sounds like sounds like a time. Yeah, and then I went to Target with my mom, and I was still drunk, <sighs> and I like didn't realize it until later. My mom was like, "You're still shit faced," and I was like, "No," but I was. <laughs> well. It was also a Wednesday. <laughs> oh yeah, that is. Uh, Do you take the true. freeway to get home? No, I take you, the streets. Oh, okay. Because this hour is what I like to call douchebag hour, where yeah. people like to weave in and out of traffic without using their turn signals. Yeah. But then, like people who know me know that I'm super passive aggressive on the road. So if I sense that you're going to speed up, if I see you change lanes behind me, especially if you're uh, trying to change lanes on the right, which is rude as fuck. Yeah. Um, I will speed up so you can't pass me. I do that too. I and I will laugh. I will like literally like like lead foot it to go like straight to eighty so they can't pass me. And I did that once to a woman, and I had to force her off at an exit because I was going the same speed as literally every person in the lane, wow. and she was so pissed off, and it was hilarious. If I sense if I sense that somebody's being a bully on the road, I will make their life really hard, and it's hilarious. I won't do it if you use your turn signal, but if you don't, then yeah. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you. Hardcore. Good old traffic. Yeah, for sure. I knew it was... I didn't think it would be that bad because I have to go north to get here. Yeah. And that's never that bad. But, I mean, it kind of was. It, yeah. it could have been worse, but who knows? Yeah. I don't know. But Money in the Bank happened. Money and... in the Bank. Shody, what you think? That's a song, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, Money in the Bank was on Sunday, and uh, it had some stuff that happened that was of interest to both parties in this room. So let's start it off. There was the Enzo cast versus the Vaudevillains versus Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus the New Day. Pretty, it was a fun match. The end was a little. Uh... Yeah, I missed. I missed like I want to say like half an hour into it I guess because I got off work and I went to pick up my friend Kirsten Mm because she was going to watch it with me and also the Warriors game was on so it was really tough and so I was split screening like it was a split screen of like anxiety (laughs) basically 
And so I missed like the first half an hour, but we watched the Warriors game and Money in the Bank at the same time. So I kind of like. I also did that at my yeah, bleeped uh, in and house. out. So yeah, it was. I didn't watch that first one. I don't know what happened. Like, what were the matches that came up next and stuff? So I can tell you which we're, one I came in oh, on. Oh, we're not going to go through all the matches. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just... Okay. I think yeah, Charlotte, good. Dana Brooke, Becky Lynch, N- Natalia was next. <sighs> Brutal. Not very good. Um, but Natalia turns heel at the end of the match. And uh, why doesn't anyone love Becky Lynch? I don't know, man. I'm so upset. Like... Every one of her friends turns on her. Didn't that happen to Bailey for a while? Yes, she's basically Bailey. That sucks. Yeah. Which, did she give a really good promo to Renee on, was Raw. that Money in the Bank or was Raw? God, that was a boss promo. She's really great. I she love is Becky really Lynch. excellent. We had a Sheamus Apollo Crews Whatever. match. Uh, this match, I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. I was uh, very impressed. I thought we agreed that we don't watch Sheamus matches. Well, I watched this match, and uh, they came out a swinging, and it was, it a was swingin', pretty good. A swinging. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. Apollo Crews wins via roll-up, which is kind of eh, but... I liked Still. it. It was a fun match. <laughs> I did watch saw, that one. You saw, yeah, okay. I watched it in and out, but still I immediately muted it because I went Seamus. I don't care. <laughs> AJ Styles versus John Cena. Oh, boy. This match was a hoot and a half. <laughs> I, oh, I was literally just going to say that. That sucks. It was <laughs> It was really, really good. But the, I, I had tweeted that. A hoot and a half? No, I had said there is absolutely no way at all that this match will be bad. Yeah, then you were right. There was no way. There was absolutely no way. Uh, AJ Styles wins after Gallows and Anderson come in, hit the magic killer on Cena. Um, More on that during Raw in one of my favorite segments of Raw, but we'll get get to that. (laughs) AJ Styles wins. The Money in the Bank ladder match. Oh, boy. Another fun match. That was so much fun. Very, very cool. Dean Ambrose wins the Money in the Bank. Did I not tell you that was going to happen? I feel like there was a lot of things that I had said were going to happen, and I was right. See, you should uh, work. You should like predicting stuff more. Mm, Yeah, but they were like hopeful predictions, and then like they happened. Well, hopeful things happened during, during this. So Dean Ambrose, Money in the Bank. Mr. Money in the Bank. That's great. I'm sure he he won't show up later in this talk. I don't know why having. that did not occur to me. He told us he was going to do it. Like the same night? Yes. What? <laughs> he told us on Raw that he was going to do that. What was it? Uh, one of our friends, Jaron, he had posted in the Facebook group, and he also sent it to me in a text message mm-hmm. where Dean was like, there's no way I'm carrying that around. I will yes. lose it. <laughs> Like when he lost he the title when he was in New Orleans. Yeah. And he was like, sorry, Seth, I lost it. <laughs> so the main event was Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Another, I really enjoyed this match. I did too. I had to leave good. for part of it to take my friend Kirsten home. And that's when I had a panic attack on the way back. <laughs> there was a sweet spear into a that was so sick into a pedigree. pedigree which was insane what did michael cole call a was that monday it was monday night yeah. and everyone was losing their fucking minds like it's the first time michael cole's ever made a fucking mistake get over it i was like wait till wwe gets a hold of this and effectively kills it yeah right <laughs> um I, I can already tell i'm telling you right now jbl is gonna say is that a pedigree michael on monday <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it's going to happen. 
Uh, Rollins wins like cleanly. He did not. I was like, so excited. I could not believe it. And then that match went on forever. And that's when yeah. I knew when it was still going on when I was driving back because I figured it had ended. And I was like, like habitually just like going through Twitter as I was driving mm-hmm. and just like refreshing it over and over and over again. And then it hit me. This match is still going on forever. So yeah. either one, they're trying to snag people from Game of Thrones and or the NBA finals like right after they ended yeah or and then it hit me and i had like a heart attack and i like sped all the way home <laughs> like <laughs> so rollins wins he's a two-time champion but hold the phone here comes dean ambrose i burst into tears <laughs> yeah i know i saw your i okay i sent a snapchat to john of just me crying my hands were shaking uh-huh. and i was crying and i'm not even kidding my hands were shaking for like 10 minutes and I knew I could not scream in the house. And so I just ran a lap, just squealing like a dog whistle. <laughs> like I was because I knew the second he came out, I knew he was going to win. And I lost my mind. It was. I fucking lost it. It was very. Um, lost it. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Just cash hits hits Dean or hits Seth from behind, which is very fitting. Considering. It was just very Dean. <laughs> well, and considering that's how he turned on the shield in the first place. Yeah. Just by hitting him from behind. So he hits him from behind, cashes it in, hits Dirty Deeds, one, two, three, and Dean Ambrose is your new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. I wish I had saved that Snapchat I sent to you. <laughs> I, you probably shouldn't have. <laughs> it was... <laughs> I mean... I'm glad I saw it, but I don't think you need to relive that moment. <laughs> I don't. It was not. Oh, my God. It was not some. Oh, man. Oh, man. So Dean Ambrose. There you go. Does Didn't want to carry around the briefcase. I kind of wish he had, but I, I'm fine. He had I'm already done that yeah. when he stole it from Seth. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm fine with it. It was good times. Yeah. But then I realized, oh, my God, somebody had said this is the first time Every single member of the Shield has held the world title in one night. Yes. And then I was like, Dean's the first one to hold every single title as a singles wrestler. Has he held every single... Oh, you know what? Okay, so he's held every singles title. Yeah, that's what I said. He hasn't been... He just So he just needs to be tag team champions. And then he'll have the... What did they call that when you win all the championships? There's a name for it. I can't remember. I feel like there's a term that you could use in other things too, yeah. and I can't remember. I can't remember what it's called, but he just it's not needs a bingo. No, <laughs> no it, although it the would be professional wrestling bingo. So he just needs to find someone to tag with. So Dean's he can win the titles. <clears throat> Maybe <clears throat> we'll see. Because they work really well together. But I was so excited, and then I realized, okay, Dean's the only one that's held all the titles as a singles wrestler, and he's also the only one that's had the title and not lost it literally like two minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. Because technically, when he beat Seth in that one match, he never won it. It wasn't like a. Oh yeah, that was. Ugh. That was bullshit. It's fine because he's got that. He's belt got now. the belt now, and it looks fucking fantastic. And I was so excited. I knew it was going to happen, like because they were showing Seth celebrating too long. Yeah. But then my second favorite part was JBL panicking as it was happening. <laughs> like, yeah, audibly I, panicking. You can always tell if you look at what time it is after the last match ends and you just go, they got 10 minutes left, something's going to happen. Well, it was already running over. Oh. That's hmm. why. It was running over by like 10 or 15 minutes. And that's when it hit me. Like, why is it running so long? It was such a long match. 
Yeah. And there were so many kickouts and I was like, they need to like visibly like super wear each other out. And then it hit me. I was like, wait a second, this is a possibility. And I remember like texting Rachel because she wasn't able to watch it. One of our friends. She's the one that cosplays as Becky Lynch. Mm hmm. What is her? Is it Electra Rose on Instagram? Follow yeah. her. She's great. She was like, well, imagine if this happened. And I was like, yeah, I said that on the podcast. But then I went, I wish. And then it was like, we never thought that it would. And then it did. And then I was like, I lost it. I knew I warned everyone ahead of time that this episode was going to be me. Just emotions awry. No tears yet. So we move on to Monday Night Raw. Before it gets worse. Yes. And <laughs> we, we open the show with... <laughs> Dean Ambrose uh, pulling up in a taxi uh, and um, getting out of the taxi. And just throwing money at the guy instead of counting it. <laughs> yeah, and then forgetting the title in the taxi. I thought it was funny. I mean, I knew he would. <laughs> I knew he would. Like, I don't know. It was just amazing. So Ambrose starts the show, comes People out. People were chanting, you deserve it. You deserve it. All this good stuff he's talking about. He told us how he was going to do it if he cashed in or if he got the money in the bank, he's going to cash it in. Then Roman comes out. Roman comes out and he says, yo, man, I'm happy for you. Blue to blah. The crowd says you can't wrestle, which is just bullshit at this point. And he tells them that they're dumb. That was my favorite part. I was like, go Roman. Yeah. I was like, dude, address it, you know, and then just I don't know. It was like you can't you can't wrestle at somebody who just did a fantastic match. Yeah. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like, come on, he's had two. Like, what his past two pay per view matches have been great, he's, haven't they been? He yes, he's improved beyond, so much. Beyond that, yeah, he has been very good. Um, Seth comes out, complains. No, 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 no. Yeah, basically, like, that's complains. actually what he sounds like. <laughs> Shane comes out. Shane McMahon says it's just him tonight. Seth's face immediately was, I know I'm not going to get what my mo- what I want. Is yes. immediately what it turned into. And we decide that we're going to have Seth versus Roman again, but this time it's to determine who will face Dean Ambrose at Battleground. And we all went, well, it's going to be both of them. <laughs> also, uh, that Battleground promo. Have you seen the Battleground promo with the flags? Yes, I was like, why doesn't I, Dean have a flag? I love that. I love it. And I think they're actually releasing the flags oh, on that's WWE Shop so you can buy them. That's sick. So maybe they will have a Dean Ambrose flag that you can buy. Dude. Okay, so that whole promo with Dean, my favorite thing was just him using correctly in context the word pontificating. <laughs> and I want you guys, Dean, read books. Dean <laughs> reads books. I, this is not... This is... Seriously, this happens. And then, like... Ambrose and then Reigns out there and it was like Ambrose like clinging to the last vestiges of its existence just like Seth's last blonde poof of hair like (laughs) on the side on the bottom oh yeah that's gone what did he call himself Uncle Dino probably he called himself Uncle Dino and my immediate thought was just the Flintstones like immediately (laughs) (laughs) or whatever that noise was Ernesto does it pretty well he said I sound like Dino (laughs) Fuck you, Ernesto. So <laughs> we have Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens because sure, why not? I guess just to have a random singles match with no build, whatever. It's fine. I won't. Wait, didn't Dean Dirty Deeds Roman totally ending that friendship? I don't know. At the end of that? I don't think so. And I was ready for it. Well, he dirty deeds him last week. I know, but then I was ready for it then, but then he like officially, because Roman was no, like, what is was wrong at, with you? I think that was at the end of the night. I don't even know, yeah, but it happened it was at the and end. I was fine with it. So uh, Sammy wins this match and um, that 
happens. Yeah, and it was a it was it was a fine match. It was it was fine. I just I I think they need to build this match a little more. But um, they are fighting backstage in such. They're just every all the referees are trying to pull them apart. I think we see all the ref refer they ain't referees. They just dudes in striped shirts. I think we see the referees, <laughs> and then I think we also see Fit Finley and the Road Dog pulling them apart too, which was funny. Just to see the road dog on TV. Again. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get, it's official, the draft is a happening. Is a happening. It's a happening, and it's happening on the first live SmackDown, which I kind of don't like, but that's fine. I kind of wish they'd do it before the how live gonna, SmackDown. How, how, do they, how are they going to do it? Just reveal people? or They'll have, um, have you ever seen any of the old drafts? stuff no. they do so they literally will just have someone will come out like or the um the gm for raw come out and be like with the whatever pick we select this person then that person has like a raw shirt and they put a raw shirt on and they're it's like picking official... teams in gym yes but for like separate rosters so that's so weird and sometimes they'll do trades at the end, I don't know. It's weird. Like one time, one year, uh, Cena got drafted to SmackDown, and then they swapped him. And then they swapped him in a trade, which was stupid. But whatever. That's the way fine. I picture it is, you're like, oh, we're gonna be on this one, and we're gonna be on that one. It's like I kind of picture it like AM, PM, kindergarten. <laughs> uh, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that. We're gonna swap little Johnny to be an AM when he was on PM. <laughs> Well, speaking of little Johnny, we're going to talk about big Johnny. John Laurinaitis, <laughs> people power is back, and he comes out in a fucking god-awful suit. Was it just red? It was red. I don't even I think With it was. white shoes. No. And he comes out, and he's like, it's me, John Laurinaitis. Here I am, people power. And Shane comes out, and he's like, hey, dude, what are you, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I heard SmackDown's going live. I should be the SmackDown guy. And he goes... No, please leave. That's, <laughs> that's basically the segment. Enzo and Cass versus the VOD villains. Johnny Laryngitis. Johnny Laryngitis. Hey, old uh, Johnny Laryngitis. Oh, and they do the, they look at each other's shoes and do the little kick bump. And it was super cute. And then they just dance around. What was, the, what was the joke he made about having zero dimes and he had a jersey that said zero dimes on the back? Yes. I was like, uh, puts. They like, sell that. What? Now? Yeah. yeah, they sell it. Zero dimes jersey. They sell it. Yeah. My face, because I tweeted, shop. puts it puts it in cart, buys. <laughs> like, oh, it's there. It's amazing. Yeah. The zero dimes jersey is there. Zero dimes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was a it match. It was pretty excellent. But we need to get to my favorite segment, which was the AJ Styles segment, where he comes out and goes, I had no idea that Gallows and Anderson were going to come out. You have to believe me. I'm John Cena. I'm sorry this happened. And you know what? I'm going to have Gallows and Anderson come out here right now. And they come out and he goes, I want you guys. Oh, and I want John Cena to come out. And John Cena comes out. And so that's when AJ apologizes to him. And he goes, I want you two to apologize to to John Cena. And Carl Anderson, (laughs) John, man, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's just like the funniest thing to me ever. And I don't know why. It was just like, John, man, I'm sorry. (laughs) 
and AJ has never behaved more dad-like in yes. the ring. You apologize. And it was also funny because the next day, Carl Anderson retweeted the like WWE Twitter saying like AJ Styles demands, and he just put John, man, I'm sorry, and retweeted it. <laughs> So he says, you know, we we apologize, whatever. See, it's all good. And John Cena's like, no, it's not all good. You don't have balls or something. I don't know. In the, in the <sighs> typical John Cena yeah. fashion. Can I just call the John Cena, AJ Styles feud, like, the feud of, like, the two older white guys with super black music? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, one of those guys did that music. I know. So I know. That's even greater. I was trying to explain to Kirsten that John Cena actually raps and you need to look it up. <laughs> like, he has a whole album. I know. Which has that song on it and has another great song where he curses in it. What? It says, don't fuck with John Cena. I'm a bad, bad man. That song's great. You have to hear that song. I used to listen to it constantly. <laughs> this, this is, is very good. So we have John Cena versus Carl Anderson. Side and note, AJ's monologue though. Oh. I watched it. And I was like, this is so reminiscent of like a high school audition for a play monologue. <laughs> like that's the way he was delivering it was yeah. like he was handed a monologue to do like a read through or something that day or some. And the way he was reading it was just like a regular monologue. Oh, man. Like I, I couldn't handle it. And then Luke Gallows. Okay. Because you know how I had said he looks like a Keebler elf? Yes. I changed my mind since we went to Disneyland. He looks like one of those animatronic pirates from the Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean ride. You know which one I'm talking about? The no. singing, the singing chubby oh. one. That's the one I'm thinking of. Like, that's yes, what he, he looks do- like. He does look like one of those. Or the giant, or like a giant freak relative of a Keebler elf. <laughs> one of those. Either one of those <laughs> is fine. So oh. I, I enjoyed that match until the DQ. Which is or of until the five knuckle shuffle where the camera angle. Oh, and he just, because... <laughs> Oh, no, that was the night before he was selling the leg and he was like, uh, and then just dr- like he no, didn't go off the ropes. No, it wasn't that it was there was an, a camera angle on when he did the five knuckle shuffle and the camera angle straight up was like, OK, let's agree to show it where it looks as fake as possible. And he literally did not even hit him. He just like smacked oh, the ground. Yes. And I was like, yeah, five knuckle fail. Yes. Like, like, it was so bad. Yeesh. So DQ and the club beats down John Cena, of course. So Paige versus Charlotte for the women's championship. Thought the match was all right. The botch ending with Dana Brooks trying to put Charlotte's foot on the rope was pretty meh. Didn't she really. She can't enjoy even that. do that. It was like so stupid. So the I don't even know what Charlotte and Becky or I'm sorry, Charlotte and Dana are calling themselves, but they start to beat the shit out of Paige and who should come down the ramp fucking finally but the boss Sasha Banks she's back thank everything that is holy and unholy and she holds that gigantic women's championship it's it's like as big as her it took up all of Charlotte's torso it's huge it looks so big but whatever so yeah. Sasha's back, thank the Lord. Yeah. We had this odd... So the Wyatt family is back. They come out. They are do, saying like, oh, did you miss me? What's up? I side note just realized that the Charlotte-Dana combo kind of reminds me of like the large bully little sidekick thing. Kind of like Scott Farkas and what's his name? The little... 
Grover Dill from A Christmas Story, oh, where it's like the, or the little annoying sidekick, or Jabba the Hutt and like the little freaky dude on his tail. Like that's Dana Brooke oh and Charlotte. Like, that's all I picture because oh, Dana Brooke geez. is so annoying. Oh. But anyways. So the Wyatt family comes out, and at first they're like, oh, did you miss us? Yay, hooray, we're back. And then the new I day. I didn't because Luke Harper wasn't there. Yeah, where was Luke Harper? That was strange. Oh, he's probably still hurt. Also doing that horror film. Oh, that's right. He's doing that film. <laughs> so the new day comes out for whatever reason. I, I mean, I'm fine with it. I think this could be interesting. And subsequently reminds us that their gimmick at the beginning was power of positivity. Yes. And they're like, boy, what's wrong with you? And there was that weird part where uh, Xavier Woods was like going towards the Wyatt family, and he and was, I was all like, entranced. When did Bray get like legit witchcraft powers? Because that last thing with the under what the hell? It was so strange. Like I, uh, and it uh, wasn't strange in a good way. No, it was uh, strange like a very half thought out way. Yeah, I did not did not care for it. And the main event: Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. With- Side note. How long are we going to have to see these Bob Backlund, Darren Young things? Oh, I don't know, and I'm just completely over them. Bob Backlund, though, like, did you, <laughs> I feel like they filmed them all at once. Yes. And then just Darren Young just changed his shirt. But Bob Backlund's yeah. always wearing the same thing where he looks like, the like red every every the every Candyman dude in the 1950s. Or like Peppermint Larry from <laughs> Flapjack. <laughs> Oh my god. Or like he runs up like an ice cream parlor or something. He could. He might. <laughs> He's just a cartoon character from the fifties. <laughs> I don't know. I just pictured him as Peppermint Larry and I'm dying now. Oh my god. So Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns to decide who the number one contender for Dean Ambrose's world heavyweight championship is. Uh Dean was on commentary and The best thing ever, yeah. mind you. Nobody wins. I believe it was a double count out. Did you watch the Jericho Shane backstage segment where the office was not an office, but they made it an office? <laughs> yes, they do that like all where the Shane time. Where Shane said he's running both? Yes, yeah, Shane seems to think he's running both. I don't think... I mean, we still have a little time for this to play out, but I have a feeling someone's going to step in, or Vince will probably step in and say, no, you're both running Raw, and then somebody else is running SmackDown. Shut up, Vince. But how great Grumpy Jericho is life. How grumpy Jericho was in that segment. Yeah, he was very grumpy. Grumpy cat Jericho. It was amazing. But right before that, I remember JPL had two like amazing quotes of the night where he said, Byron, I hope you get drafted to the Waffle House. <laughs> And then Byron immediately was like, I like your Waffle House. And I was like, can you even get to Byron? It's infuriating. He'll like, it, it bounce, all of insults just like bounce off of yes. him. And it's like annoying because he just bounces off back with even more annoying things, which is weirdly brilliant. But then he said later, Byron, I hope you get drafted to ECW. Yes, that was funny because <laughs> it's not a thing anymore. I know, that's why it was hilarious. <laughs> So Dean on commentary. Neither person wins. Dean comes in the ring and says, I'll just take them both on at the same night. Ah, I'm not even trying. I like segments where JBL doesn't say anything. Those are great, too. Like he was super upset when Ambrose was sitting next to JBL. And I was like, bro, he's just salty because he put his hat in the money in the bank briefcase last time. True. Very true. That's probably why. And I was watching and I was like, wait a second. Dean won the title. Didn't he say if he won the title, he would turn Michael Cole into a fish tank? Where is this fish tank? I was fucking promised a fish tank. It's very true. I don't know. Ruin has improved by like leaps and bounds. Yes. Seriously. I feel like there's a joke in there somewhere, but I am too lazy to find it. 
But also the infamous Cole calling a dirty deeds a pedigree. Fucking idiot. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> like he's some sort of Byron or um, something. <laughs> imagine if the wrestling internet community got mad over like things that mattered. <laughs> okay. That entire Raw, I was wearing, it was fucking hot out, first of all. Yeah. We don't do heat. Yeah. I love Dean so much. I was wearing my Dean sweatpants Whoa. in the garage with my Dean shirt. That's yeah. too much. No. It was, I mean, it was kind of cold in the garage, but still, I was like, no, I need to do this. I need to do this for Dean. I am a fucking work. And then I did it. <laughs> so Shane comes out and agrees that Dean should take on both Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, but he'll take them on both at the same time in a triple threat match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, and we finally are getting our Shield member versus Shield member versus Shield member match. Which is great. At Battleground. Weirdly enough. We're was based- this the Invisible Stephanie segment? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was, I think. No, that might have been at the beginning. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. Does this? Yeah. Oh, my God. The Invisible great. Stephanie. So that was Raw. <laughs> and then the next day. The next day. Holy shit. Maybe not even the next day. No, it was the, It was like the next morning. Amazing. Uh, WWE tweets out that Roman Reigns has been suspended for 30 days for violating the wellness policy. And it turns out they knew since they knew like the day before the money in the bank. So they let him wrestle and then suspended him after Monday night. But the 30 days is up before this triple threat match is supposed to happen. Okay. So I would assume that they're going to have him in it. It's just very strange because everyone was like, well, what is it? Is it steroids? Is it? It's not weed because they don't suspend you for weed anymore. They just fine yeah. you. So I, I don't think as of right now, as, as of us recording this, anything has been released on what exactly he violated. I'm sure it will leak at some point. Probably. And we will all laugh about it. Yeah, because it's probably something not very bad. Or horrible. Or it that has would to be, be like funny. horrible, like Coke or something like ridiculous. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it was. Lord. But, but uh, um, that I, I guess it really doesn't affect anything too much. He can just be like, Dean betrayed me. I'm going to go have some me time. Well, I think if anything, this makes him... He needs to be a full-on heel when he gets back. Like, Here, go practice your heel tactics. Yeah. So, there you go. Uh, it might the, be kind of a good thing. It, I agree. The Cruiserweight Classic tapings started tonight. WWE on their Facebook page broadcasted the live introductions of each person. I watched it. It was pretty interesting. You can go check that out on their Facebook page or the Cruiserweight Classic page. It's just really cool to see all the competitors being introduced they announced the broadcasting team for the cruiserweight classic my face and it's mauro ranallo and daniel bryan fucking amazing which is very awesome and i'm glad i just listening just uh to have daniel bryan around is great to hear him just talk about some of the competitors who was, he knows was, a lot of them yeah it was really really cool they did. They put out a lot of video content yesterday of him like talking to like Zack Saber Jr. And I think he, there's also footage of him talking to Shinsuke. There, yeah, there was one that they posted where uh, 
it was on the Instagram, I think, and it was just like workouts for the whatever. And I was like, Bulak, because yep. it was just a video of Bulak lifting weights. Yeah. And I was so excited because I love Drew Gulak. I'm, uh, but... They started taping. I'm trying to stay away from spoilers, but it's impossible for the most part. That answers your question, Dan, who tweeted that like half an hour ago asking he was like i'm new to twitter but how do i avoid cruiserweight classic spoilers and i was like you can't no but i didn't answer that but now it's been answered you can mute you can mm-hmm. mute hashtags if you want but oh. it's um it's probably not gonna happen twitter time with john it's probably not gonna happen you're gonna get spoiled one way or another because not everyone's gonna properly tag their shit so yeah oh well oops you're st- technically you're still gonna watch it and i believe the finals will be live so you don't have to worry about that too much good all the matches we thought were going to happen for nxt takeover brooklyn are actually happening before that because of the draft and apparently it's rumored that was it a dozen a dozen people from nxt are most likely going to get drafted to raw or smackdown holy shit what are they gonna do i don't know but they got they got to fill out the roster somehow, and there's rumors that they're going to sign a bunch of people. I guess they were talking to MVP. MVP might come back. Um, who else? There were some other names, and I can't remember. I was like, those are some interesting names. But WWE in the next couple of weeks is going to be very, very Wasn't interesting. Wasn't Kurt Angle? Kurt, so Kurt Angle apparently said that he talked to triple h six weeks ago and trips he, he said oh yeah um i'll be back at some point i just don't know when apparently it came out today that that's complete bullshit and he's not coming back <laughs> so, <laughs> hmm. there you go kurt that was fake laughter by the way that's... i hope nobody thinks i laugh like that although my laugh is pretty ridiculous yeah it is anyways I did not get a chance to read any of the questions if this is the next thing oh, we're I, going into. The, the questions, yeah, they're they're next unless you have anything. I did, okay, I did take a day off in August, and I will be making my triumphant return to an all-pro wrestling event. Pretty excited. Sammy Callahan's going to be there. Sean Waltman's going to be there. Joey yeah. Ryan's going to be there. Somebody else is going to be there. Brian Cage. Brian Cage. That should be exciting. And I'm also going to... and uh, you probably going to drag you along with me july 17th there's a premiere wrestling event just down the road from you in gilroy oh that's where they operate Sick. out of so um yeah Sick. you like literally drive through morgan hill and snag me that's with, what like, i plan to do <laughs> sweet so gotta make gotta support the live wrestling and as of this, oh yeah, live wrestling. And as of since tonight's Thursday, I'm going to try and land 13 tickets too. 13, the PWG event. Oh, I was like, you're going to get 13 tickets to what? Nah, man, it's 13 or as Trent has been calling it, mus- <laughs> dead musician guy. Dead musician guy? That's what it should be called. <laughs> Well, I guess it's their 13th anniversary then. I don't know, man, but I really want to go because the matches, Tommy End's going to be there, mm-hmm. and it's Trent versus Chuck. Yep. Which is going to be a nightmare. Who's Tommy End facing? They announced who it was, and I can't remember who it is. Oh, my God. Is. Uh, is it JT Dunn? No. It's, no. it's it's better than that. No. I will, look, I will look it up right now. Yeah, I'll do that, because I know it's... Death by Elbow, which is, oh yeah, uh, JT Dunn is in that one. 
now, right? Because Tommy End is a singles match. All right, here we go. Here's the card so far for 13. Actually, this is probably the entire card now that I'm looking at it. Yeah. Chuck Taylor versus Trent. Uh, Jeff Cobb versus Trevor Lee. That should be awesome. Oh, fucking amazing. Sammy Callahan versus Marty Scroll. Dude. Uh, Tommy End versus Adam Cole. That's the match. What the f- Adam Cole's going to die. Timothy Thatcher versus Roderick Strong. Death by Elbow versus the Young Bucks. And Kyle O'Reilly taking on the PWG World Champion Zack Sabre Jr. Dude, the Roderick Strong-Timothy Thatcher match. Dude. Yeah, that should be good. Oh, and that's Dude. the other thing. Roderick Strong finishing up with ROH on Sunday. So the rumors abound that he is NXT WWE starting back up again. So Good Lord. I watched his episode of Best Friends the other day, and I was like, dude, Roddy's such a dick, but this is probably my favorite one out of all of them. <laughs> it's just, it's honest to God, so funny. They're all hilarious, but that one just makes me laugh extra hard, and I feel guilty about it. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I'm trying to land those tickets tonight. I really want to go. For obvious reasons. So, questions yeah. from Facebook slash Twitter. The Twitters. I put this up kind of late, so my bad. Hollins asks, do you guys care about CM Punk finally debuting in UFC, or are you already numb to the idea of it after the media circus of it all since 2014? I am currently wearing a CM Punk shirt. And I was wearing the exact same shirt yesterday. <laughs> Does that answer your question, Holland? <laughs> well, Holland, um, you used the term media circus, and I follow very closely the New York Mets and the New York Jets, and th- this is a media circus by no means compared to that. <laughs> um, I am not numb to the idea. I'm I'm ready for this. He's going to. It's in Cleveland, and I think it's UFC 203. Yeah. I'm. I really, I have this thing where I really support people who I know are like good people in real life. Mm -hmm. And I am really, really happy for him, first of all, because he's going and he's doing things that he enjoys and he's doing like he's getting them done. And he's done with wrestling, obviously. And he's been just going after the things that he really enjoys. And I'm happy for him. And I'll always support him no matter what, because I just adore him. I think he's fantastic as a human being. So... I don't know. I mean, I may be a little bit like numb, numb to the idea is not really the right word. But I'm just lukewarm on it. I'm just like, oh, it's going to happen. But yeah. still, it doesn't mean I, obviously I'm going to support him. Yeah. Like end of story. But it's just like a thing that's going to happen. I will. Know? I will tell you, I will watch. I will watch this event. I'm going to watch it for this match. I'll probably watch 200 for Brock's match. But yeah. So no, not really numb to it. But I do understand the media like is it gonna happen is it not gonna, just it's been a long it's road. just been like in talks for a while yeah. and it's just a thing that was bound to happen eventually but i mean i support anything cm punk does he's great he's hilarious he's super smart great taste in women um and all those things you speak of brock lesnar and then it made me realize oh working with different companies kind uh-huh. of thing and then it made me think what the f- has ryback been fired no he's just sitting at home until they renegotiate his contract or something. And then he's been saying, like, teasing going to what, TNA? <laughs> he's just being an asshole. God damn it. Driving through drive throughs <laughs> blasting his own music. <laughs> oh, man. It's so funny. I would not be surprised if they figure something out 
before the draft with him. Okay. And he will be a draft surprise. And I think that he is one of the people that will benefit greatly from the draft. You think so? From the brand split, yes. Yeah, because a lot of people are being kind of like buried because there's so many people on one thing. Yeah. You know, which one do you think he's going to go to? He would be, I could see him on SmackDown. I was like, he seems like a blue guy. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Very true. A blue dude. So Nick from the Twitter machine says he or he would like us to tell stories of the time each of you had the biggest mark out moment oh of i already life. did his was i and i th- believe because i actually spoke with him and he was telling me about the time tatanka turned heel on lex luger and was bought out by the million dollar man and he was <laughs> like hey, but that makes no sense because they're best friends so <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty funny when he told me. I would assume your biggest markout moment was this Sunday. Oh, yeah, for sure. Wait, markout moment as in just in just WWE? Just losing anything. Just losing your Losing mind. my mind? Oh, yeah. seeing Chuck Taylor in person, <laughs> which some people were blessed to have actually seen happen in person. It was like I had so much happies on my face, and then I just immediately started crying. But not like bawling, just like like littering in front of the Native American tears, just like one tear (laughs) rolling down my cheek. I was so excited. And then I was like super ashamed later. But when you see somebody in person like that close that you're so used to watching, like when I almost like, I'm surprised I did not piss my pants when I saw Dean Ambrose in person. But I think the biggest markout moment, like I've never like cried over something was definitely on Sunday. I was, and even though I like knew it was going to happen, I still was like, yeah. my hands were shaking and I'm not even exaggerating. You could tell in the Snapchat video. <laughs> I have. Oh, I know one. Many. Oh, and The Undertaker <laughs> lost. John, at... there's an iconic picture of John. When The Undertaker lost at WrestleMania, I laughed for about 25 minutes because I hate The Undertaker. This um, is a known fact. I also dislike The Undertaker. Let's see. When Brock came back the first time, I like I lost my shit. Even though everybody knew it was coming, I... Still lost your shit. It was just so fucking cool. <laughs> I don't know why. It was just amazing. Like, when he came out and just... He F5'd John Cena and then, like, kicked his hat out of the ring. I was like, this is fucking great. Uh, when Punk won the title against John Cena at that Money in the Bank in Chicago, just that whole match... I was just like, Punk is great. This is amazing. I have many markout moments every time the Shield is like together in the same ring, and it's pathetic. Uh, when I saw Sting wrestle at WrestleMania, that was huge for me because when I was little, I loved Why does Sting. It smell like French fries in here. I don't know. <laughs> it does. How dare but you? You do love Sting. How dare you interrupt my Sting Sorry. story? Sorry. When I was little, I loved Sting. Sting was my favorite wrestler, um, and I never went to a WCW show. So I literally thought I would never see Sting wrestle live. And then lo and behold, he wrestles at our WrestleMania. And that was pretty special for me. Did I tell you about my friend Kane seeing Sting in the lobby of the hotel? No. Oh, God. Okay, so he runs a courier business and Uh he was doing a delivery and he cut through the Fairmont in order to get like to get there. And he knew that WrestleMania was going on and he watched wrestling a lot when he was young. And he was like, oh, so there was like some guy with a bitch in like goatee and whatnot, like like a bunch yeah. of people surrounding him. And he was just signing autographs and stuff. And I, he was just thinking, oh, it's a wrestler. And then he went through. And then that night he was lying in bed next to his girlfriend. And he was like, I was literally just about to fall asleep. And then I like jumped out of bed and went, holy fuck balls, that was Sting. And like he realized that it was Sting. That's great. And he had this huge moment where he was just like, holy shit. 
Because um, Sting was one of his favorites. I was yeah. like, oh my God, Kane, like a little bit late on that one, aren't you? <laughs> I'd also say, oh, another huge, huge moment was when uh, Mankind won the world title on on Raw for the first time. I mean, that was, I think, a huge moment for a lot of people who were like teenagers watching that. It was great. Mm-hmm. Michael Cole on that call, amazing. Oh, my God. Very, very good on that call. And uh, meeting There was no sarcasm involved in no, that. No, there wasn't. He was very, very good on that call. And uh, meeting Johnny Gargano. That was... Oh, yeah. And you've met him a couple times. I No, Adam, I met him that... I met him over WrestleMania weekend, and then I talked to him the next day. I, like, I went back and talked to him. Um, super cool. Really awesome. <laughs> yeah, John loves Johnny Gargano. So there you have it. There's 20 markout moments. I tried to think of some older ones, but that is... Yeah, mine was definitely Sunday and the time that I saw Chuck Taylor in person. And then I actually talked to Chuck Taylor and my friends were like watching me from a distance and just laughing. They were like, your face. Oh, okay. I remember <laughs> I remember one other old one was when... Looked like a total dipshit. This is a, this is a great story. And uh, shout out to Kyle in the story. I was hanging out at a friend's house down the street from my parents' house. This was a long time ago, or when I was still in high school, I think. No, it was after high school. It was like 2001, 2002. And Kyle calls me. I'm oh, taping. Oh, so when I was 11. I'm taping raw. <laughs> I'm going to no-sell that. I'm taping raw, and I'm hanging out with a friend, and Kyle calls me like two times. And I pick up the phone. And I go, dude, what's going on? And he goes, dude, are you watching raw right now? And I'm like, no. And he goes, okay. And he just puts the phone up to the screen and I can hear it's J- it's Jim Ross talking about what just happened, and it was when it was W the WCW guys versus the it was like the invasion. Mm-hmm. But then that night was the night we found out that ECW was involved in the invasion too. And I looked at my friend, I hung up the phone, I said, "I have to go," and I ran all the way home. I ran like three blocks all the way home. That's hilarious. So, yeah. Oh my god. Do you have any like indie markout moments? Remember, okay, I remember oh, when a- Shakara AJ Styles. Oh, I, that too. When I when AJ Styles was a surprise at uh, APW and he fought JJ Perez, that was freaking huge. That was insane. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. But like, I remember John was like obsessively following what was going on with that Shakara Easter egg hunt. Oh, or yes. some shit like that. Well, when we found out Shakara was coming back, that that's another reveal when. Um, all the bad guys were trying to take over and uh, we had all of so Dr. Insane. Cube's minions like unmask and they were all Chikara guys and they were all that. Yeah, that was I amazing. Can't, I can't even talk about because because Chikara by itself is so, so hard to explain because yeah. it's so complex, but in an amazing, brilliant way. But it's so complex. But I mean, obviously, I haven't been watching wrestling for nearly as long, but when and I'm this sounds weird when I say I'm a girl, but I have like fucking really emotional markout moments. That's All fine. of them involve Dean Ambrose. <laughs> I know my biggest markout moment of all time would definitely be if meeting Tim Donston in person. I would legit probably faint. I'm not even kidding. Like I would probably faint. Yeah. Well. Yep. You that got, would be a thing. You got, <laughs> do you got anything else? Um, Other than really needing PWG tickets tonight and... 
Well, we better. Um, are you going to try and personally get them? Um, I know. Having... I know somebody who's going to try and get them for me okay. because I'm real. Like, because sh- what they usually go on sale at what eight? Yeah, I, I was going to say because we need to wrap this up so you can get out of here and get back home and yeah, do probably the thing. I'll probably have because some other people have better luck with it. Yeah, but um, I don't think I have anything else now that I can think about it. I don't think so. Okay. All right. So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Team Hate, and you can follow Marianne on Twitter. Lemon Drops Alt. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Search Tornado Tag Radio and rate and review us as well, please. Also, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. You'll probably get them somehow faster than if you subscribe to them on iTunes and Stitcher, but whatever. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our awesome Tornado Tag Radio shirts. We would appreciate that very much. I think there's also, buy a mug. Buy a Tornado Tag Radio mug. mug. (laughs) Why not? And uh, that is it for us this week. So there's only one thing left to do. So Marianne, if you will. Ring the bell.